Morning, everyone. Welcome. Talo for lava. Um, it's uh, always a privilege and honour to be able to share. Um, so hopefully it's all right and, and they'll have me back again or they'll keep me here at church. Uh, speaking this morning on identity, um, you know, uh, last week was Bruce, Bruce and Samantha spoke and, and Bruce kind of touched on, thanks, um, identity. And the funny thing was, I was, I, was, I was preparing this last week before he spoke. Um, and then he, he touched on it and I spoke to him about it and he goes, there's so much in there about identity. Like this could be a five-day test ma- cricket test match on identity, but, but I won't do that to you. Not, not today anyway. Um, it's so important because it's the pl- place where we live from. You know, who we are is how we kind of react and inter- interact with the world in, in different situations, whether they're positive or negative, who we are in here is how we respond to them. So it's, it's super important and it was one of the key things that the devil tried to attack Jesus in. When, when he was tempted in the wilderness, the first question he asked him was, if you are the son of God, do this. And then the second time it was, if you are the Son of God, Jesus, I know who I am. But that's often throughout life, the question we get asked by ourselves, by our experiences in the workplace, in our families, who are you? Um, it's, it's not going to be a balanced message because I'm going to, lift you up in this. I'm here to cheer you on and to inspire you, encourage you to understand who you are. So often, you know, when you do that, it is kind of peppered or measured with a bit of humility. Um, like, yeah, be who you are. But Jesus, he, he teaches us to be great. Like all his disciples, hanging out with Jesus, you want to be great. You want to be like him because he is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Awesome. He knows everything. He can do everything. Through him, everything was created. And for him, yeah, through him. And and hanging out with him, they wanted to be like him. They wanted to be great. And he said, he, he didn't say, don't be great. He said, if you want to be great, this is the way. This is, the, sorry, Mandalorian. Uh, this is the way. As is... <laughs> you're going to get a few Star Wars, I'm that type of guy, Mandalorian kind of throw like in, in, in there somewhere. But Jesus said, to be great, you have to be a servant. A servant of all. That's how you do it. <laughs> and with your spirit, my friend. So who are you? Um, I'm just going to play this, this video next. It's one of the best movies of all time. Uh, the Lion King. Um, so it's cool to have the kids here. Like this is what I, in my mind, like this is real church when, when the kids are involved because there's no junior Holy Spirit for, for the kids and there's no senior Holy Spirit for us. There's the Holy Spirit through all the, all the generations, right? Um, and so I wanted to play this video, um, which, which is kind of childlike and that's how God wants us to be, to stay moldable, to stay teachable, um, that you would learn something from a kid's point of view, a child's point of view. So it does take a bit of humility to go, oh, maybe God is speaking. And, and watch out for meta- 
a metaphor. Kids, if you don't know what a metaphor is, it's basically saying that using an object to describe something else. So let's say this plant, if it was real, like say that's me, I'm growing, you water it, I'm not the plant, I'm here, but you water it and you give it some sunshine and it'll grow. So that's a plant metaphor re representing me. So in this video, there's metaphors. Simba, the lion, represents us. And then there's also this baboon called Rafiki. He represents the metaphor, the Holy Spirit, who comes out and seeks us. He knows who we are. Um, and then Mufasa, he is the metaphor of our Heavenly Father. Um, so yeah, we'll play that video and obviously you'll, you'll see it. Little monkey. Will you stop following me? <laughs> who are you? The question is, who are you? <sighs> I thought I knew. Now I'm not so sure. Well, I know who you are. Shh, come here. It's a secret. Enough already. What is that supposed to mean, anyway? It means you're a baboon. And I'm not. <laughs> I think you're a little confused. Wrong. I'm not the one who's confused. You don't even know who you are. Oh, and I suppose you know. Sure do. You're Mufasa's boy. <gasps> Bye. Hey, wait. You knew my father? Correction. I know your father. I hate to tell you this, but he died a long time ago. Nope! Wrong again! <laughs> He's alive! And I'll show him to you. You follow old Rafiki. He knows the way. Come on! That's not my father. It's just my reflection. No! Look hard. You see? He lives in you. Simba, you have forgotten me. No. How?
You have forgotten who you are and so forgotten me. Look inside yourself, Simba. You are more than what you have become. You must take your place in the circle of life. How can I go back? I'm not who I used to be. Remember who you are. You are my son and the one true king. No! Please! Don't leave me! Father! Don't leave me! What was that? <laughs> the weather. Very peculiar. Don't you think? Yeah. Looks like the winds are changing. Ah! Uh... Change is good. Yeah, but it's not easy. I know what I have to do, but going back means I'll have to face my past. I've been running from it for so long. Ow! Jeez, what was that for? It doesn't matter. It's in the past. <laughs> yeah, but it still hurts. Oh, yes, the past can hurt. But the way I see it, you can either run from it or learn from it. You see? So what are you going to do? First, I'm gonna take your stick. No, 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 no! Not your stick! Hey! Where are you going? I'm going back! was that flash from the past wasn't it um yeah so good so good you know Simba forgot who he was um and he was living in this place away from his heavenly father um by by a lie really um and and lies can can over time get to us like he was, he was trapped there by this lie that he thought he had, you know, contributed or killed his his father, um, and and so many lies come our way throughout our lives. Like, hey, you're not good enough. You can't do this. You can't do that. Do you know you, you're not you're not in the right uh, family or, or in the right uh, class to do that. You know, working in the in the banking industry. I, you know, started as a teller, just doing withdrawals and deposits about, you know, 15 years ago. And I, I ended up in, like, 10, 12 years later in commercial banking. And I still had these doubts about myself, um, you know, cause I, because I grew up in relative po poverty. Um, and I would go into these meetings with successful business people, um, successful bankers, and I would hear these voices of, you're not, you're not supposed to be there. Like, you have nothing to contribute. And I would have to go and present, and, and all these fears and doubts are like, you're not good enough for this. You can't, you have nothing to offer these people. And then I would hear the, the Lord's voice going, Willie, who are you? Whose are you? You're my son. You've got this. You're here for a purpose. You're here for a reason. There's distinct 
view you have on this particular situation is going to add flavour and it's going to add a solution to them that they can't see because they have a different point of view, a different background, different experience, and they need yours because you have strategic insight that they don't have. And if you don't step up, they're going to miss out. They're not going to achieve their purpose, their goals, because you're not achieving yours. So all these lies can come our way, no matter, no matter what way, like bombarded throughout life, and we get worn down because we're human. But today is, is a reminder of who you are and who is inside of you. You are a son. You are a daughter. Like even, even today, I'm like, oh, you know, um, am I ready? Like, God, I just want to do this good, Lord. I just want to, like, be good. And even through that, the Lord's like, do you want to be good? Or do you want to be awesome? Or did, did you know that if you are my son, then you don't have to be good or awesome. You just have to be you, put yourself out there, and I'm proud of you for putting yourself out there, for doing it, for giving it a go, for being in the game, stepping on the field. So whether you play good or bad, or do I, whether I do this good or bad, I'm still proud of you, and that's the most important thing. Because the truth is, you know, we were born to be great. As kids, we, we want to be the superhero, right? We can fly, we have superhuman strength, and it's life that beats us out of that. And, go, oh, and as, we, as I get older, we get older, we're like, oh, let's not get their hopes up too much. Let's just pepper them down a bit. It's, it's the opposite of what the Bible says, right? Faith, hope, and love. We're supposed to, like, sometimes we say, don't get your hopes up. But we're supposed to get our hopes up. We're, we're opposite. We are born for this. And it's so important just to remember that we are children of God, adopted into his family. If you, if you come from a, a rough family background, you are invited. You can be adopted into God's heavenly family. We are more than conquerors and we are overcomers and we are chosen by God. That's the truth. God knows who you are and he knows where you live. He sees you. He sees everything you do. He cares deeply about you. Every single part. Doesn't matter how weird or crazy it is. He cares about that. When... Um, the kids were growing up and they were getting into all these sports activities. Um, Ruben, my son, he started playing soccer, football. And I was like, oh, okay, I know nothing about soccer. I'm a rugby guy, basketball guy, but it's what my son enjoys, right? Um, it's what he loves. So like my heavenly father who's into everything I'm into, I'm like, okay, I want to be like him. I'm going to learn. I'm going to learn about soccer. I'm going to learn about the rules and then where you have to stand and where you've got to be placed, um, the, the moves, little drills. And, and 
it, it wasn't the, the thing, like it wasn't the soccer. It's not the coffee that I like, you know, that, like when people want to meet with me, it's not the coffee. Sometimes it is. Yeah, depends. Coconut milk, please? No. Um, it's, it's the person, right? It's the person that I want to connect with. And so it doesn't matter what I'm into, God brings all his resources of heaven around to help me achieve my goals or the thing that I'm into and he, he's into. And it's the same with our kids, right? What they're into, we're into because of that love, because they're in our family, because we're adopted in. They're a part of the whanau, the ainga, the extended family. What else? He sees the good, the great, and the ugly. Jeremiah 1 verse 5, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart. I've been thinking about this for weeks. I was like, how did he know me before he formed me? He knew me before he formed me. So that he, before I was even created, he was thinking about me. And then the Lord said, hey, just map out the timeline of, of the world, of, yeah, of, of man, through the, the lens of the Bible. And so I did that. So let's say this plant over here is Genesis. This is the starting block. And we have all the books. Dre will tell you which one's the next. <laughs> Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. You guys know, oh, I won't say them because... You guys know. And then we have Jesus jumping into the timeline here. And at the end, we have the book of Revelation. Obviously, this is New Testament onwards. Um, and he goes, we, we are around about here-ish. Jesus, after Jesus, obviously, end times. Ah, we're, we're about here. Church, early church, this is us, Revelation. And the crazy thing is, is like, us here, we have a timeline. Where we were born way down there, we have an end over there. And somewhere in the middle, if you, if you know Jesus, is when Jesus jumps into our timeline. And this, the cross, moves, Right? Some people are Christians really early, and some people are Christians or become followers of Jesus really late. And it doesn't matter because we're all in the same family, right? These guys on the cross, you know, right at the end, he he was at the end of his life, and he gave him he gave himself to Jesus, and he, Jesus said, "Today you'll you'll see you'll meet me in paradise." So my point is, is that he knows you before you were formed, right? So when he created the planet, the t he created the heavens and the earth, that was day one. Boom. This timeline starts. That was day one, and that's the timeline of man. And we, over there, we're not, we're not created or born for another couple of thousand of years. But God, 
because he's invincible, he's amazing, he's everywhere, he's omnipresent, he knows all, he can be everywhere, he can step off the timeline. He doesn't even live on the timeline of man. He has his own timeline because John says, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was God, the Word was with God. And that was before the timeline, man's timeline started, right? And in the book of Revelation, way down the end, it's kind of this outside the Bible book. Like it's, it's a book of revelation. It comes from Jesus himself speaking with John. It starts off with letters to church, and then it just goes out there, right? And then Jesus goes to him, come up here. And he is almost stepping off the timeline of man into another heavenly timeline because he talks about Michael fighting um, Lucifer in there. Which, when did that happen? Way over there. Because we know that because when Adam and Eve were created, serpent was loitering around there. So that had already happened. So my point, sorry, my point is, when that happened, God could see this full timeline. He could see us. I, he, he goes, I knew you before you were formed. Before the creation of the world, I knew you. In Revelation uh, thirteen eight, I think it is, Christ was crucified before the foundations of the world. So before he even started building this, or thinking about it, designing the timeline of man, he had a solution for the problem that we were going to step into. The fall of man. He was like, this is going to happen. I'm going to create this timeline. I'm going to create love. Because love is choice. right? Two, two choices in the garden. You have to be able to choose bad to choose love. Without the choice of bad, it's called control. But we had the option to choose love and, and not love. But he had the solution right in the beginning before he created this whole timeline. And it was Jesus dying on the cross for us. So that is his thoughts. Outnumber the number of sands on the earth, on the beach. His thoughts about us are so deep, so wide, so high, that that's how important we are to him. He placed you here for a reason. And no one can do what you can do. But he wants you to step up and into it. And it's not a pressure. It's just a responsibility of understanding, knowing, believing who you are. Be you. Not anyone else or who you think you should be. A Un- little uh, disclaimer. Unless you're under 18 and living at home with your parents, you listen to your parents. Because, yeah, it was designed that way, right? You get all your values, your, everything who you are from your parents. You should be, should be getting that first. You know, they're the first teachers of life and how you should live and respond. But the rest of us, older people, 
be you. You know, um, working in the bank, we had to count a lot of cash. Cash came through, uh, hundreds and thousands of dollars would come through into our branch that we worked in. Um, we, at the end of the day, we had to get rid of it all. Like, we'd be sending million dollars of cash back to the to storage because it's unsafe to have that for, you know, robbery purposes. So we just got used to counting, dealing with cash. And often there'd be, you know, fake counterfeit cash would come through. And we would just spot it like that. We could just tell. Um, so, oh, well, some, not, something's not quite right with that $20 note or that 50 or that 100 um, And it would just go, hey, that's counterfeit. We'd have to report it, write up a massive report. Um, and that's how we would identify counterfeit. Right, and it's, it's kind of the same with us. You can kind of tell when someone's not being authentic or being, being themselves or being real because you've, you've met Jesus and he's as real as they come. He's as straight up as they come, but as, as good as they come as well. Um, so be you. Um, and I'm just going to... Going to play this next video. Um, oh, after, sorry, there's another slide. Okay, superhero time. This guy's Thor. He's one of my favourite superheroes. He has a hammer. Um, you can only lift it if you are worthy. So no other superhero can lift it. Not because anyone else isn't as strong, but for some reason the hammer knows who's worthy or not. He's had a tough. He. Well, this is him in the beginning. He's like, you know, ripped. He's the prince of this kingdom. Um, and the video that we're going to show um, is Thor later on in life. He's, he's had a tough life. He's lost both his parents. His brother died about three times. Um, yeah, that's another long story. Um, and he feels like he's failed to protect the planet um, and be who he's supposed to be. Like, I'm supposed to be this prince, and the kind of pressure's got to him. And in this mission, the cool thing is he's still got friends who are around him. This one happens to be a raccoon um, who talks. You know, it's a bit biblical because there were, there's a donkey in the Bible that talks, I think. Animals do talk. Um, and they're on a mission, and they have to go into the past to retrieve something to complete their mission. So, if we... Well, yeah, I can play this. Ladies, I'll see you after. I'll see you after call. What are you doing? <laughs> oh. You're better off leaving the sneaking to your brother. Well, I was thinking of going for a walk and then... Um, what are you wearing? I always wear this. This is one of my favourites. <clears throat> What's wrong with your eye? Oh, my eye. That's, you remember the, uh, the Battle of Harrowkin when I got hit in the face with uh, the broadsword? <laughs> You're not the Thor I know at all, are you? Yes, I am. The future hasn't been kind to you, has it? I didn't say I was from the future. I was raised by a witch's boy. 
I see with more than eyes, you know that. I'm totally from the future. Yes, you are. I need to talk to you. We can talk. You're here, aren't you? Seeking counsel from the wisest person in Asgard. Yeah, yes. Idiot now. A failure? Absolutely. It's a little bit harsh. Would you know what that makes you? Just like everyone else. I'm not supposed to be like everyone else, am I? Everyone fails at who they're supposed to be for. The measure of a person, of a, a hero, it's how well they succeed at being who they are. Really Mr. Mum. Mum, I have to tell you something. No, son, you don't. You're here to repair your future. This is about your I future. My business. Hi. You must be mom. I got the thing. Come on, we gotta move. I wish we had more time. No. This was a gift. Now you go and be the man you're meant to be. I love you, Mom. Come on, we gotta go. Three, two, no, wait. What, what am I looking at? Oh, sometimes it takes a second. I'm still worthy. Save the world. Spoiler alert, if you've seen it, it was 2019, so you should have seen it by now. Um, but I suppose, yeah, we go throughout life and we face challenges, we face setbacks, and we lose the sense of who we are. And it's a reminder that, you know, you are worthy. You are worthy because he chose you. He chose us from the beginning of time. He chose us when he came to earth, and he chooses us now. He chooses us every day. And it doesn't matter what you've been through, what you've done, what you haven't done. He chooses you again here today. So if you could stand, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray for you all. Father God, I just thank you for everyone here. I thank you that you have chosen us. You have adopted us into your family. We are called your sons and daughters. 
Lord, I pray that you would break any lies that we've believed over time that would hold us or keep us from knowing you, from knowing you more, knowing you better. In Jesus' name, I break any expectations that are unrealistic, unfair over us, whether they be from family, culture, work. Lord, I break those expectations in Jesus' name. And I just declare over us all, Lord, your freedom for us to be your children, who you created us to be. Lord, and that you would empower us by your spirit. And you would fill us with your love. In Jesus' mighty name, everyone says, Amen.